Social Zoom Factor, episode 44. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. I have a question for you. Have you ever heard of the OPC? Now, it's not to be confused with the OPP. You know me, as in this song. Okay, if you have ever been to any of my training workshops or some of my keynote speeches, whatever it may be, you probably have not only heard that song, but you probably danced to it. So let's define what we mean by the OPC. We are talking about other people's content and other people's community. So today we are going to talk about the power of social media and tapping into other people's content and other people's community. We will refer to it as the OPC, baby. All right, so hopefully now you're jamming in your seat. You wanna go turbo, baby? This is one of the ways that you can truly take your business turbo. Leveraging social media is through the OPC. One of the greatest things about social media is the power of communication and the power of networking and the fact that we are able to communicate with people all over the globe literally 24-7, 365 days of the year. It is overwhelming to me when I look back on the people that I have met over the past few years via social media from new, truly in real life best friends online best friends, people I know better online than I know literally some of the people that live next door to me. And I can't tell you how many people that I have met online and that the first thing we do when we meet each other is just hug. It's like this huge bear hug. It's like my sister or my brother from another mother. You know how that is. There's people I've met that are practically in my backyard, but I've met them via Facebook to people in Spain and Poland and Africa, UK, you name it. And this year alone, thanks to social media and my connections, I have already traveled, spoke and trained and personally visited and worked in countries like Poland, Barcelona, Spain, and I'm headed to Athens, Greece in October for an awesome opportunity to train some C-level executives, some chief marketing officers of an amazing association. And I'll be heading to India, it looks like, at the end of the year. And if it wasn't for social media, none of these relationships or business opportunities would have ever come to fruition. 
And what we do with this power is what really matters. For the people who look at social as a way to just blast their one-way social noisemaker, well, the future does not look so bright for them. And people are getting tired of these noisy, spammy people. Don't you agree? We can spot them a mile away. And unfortunately, they are the ones who usually are losing friends faster than they're making them. However, for those people who understand the power of giving with no expectation to receive and the understanding of investing in communities and the human beings within them, the sky is the limit for those people as to what social can do for them personally and from a business perspective professionally. So other people's community and other people's content is a huge way that we can just put the turbo on this because when we tap into the power of other people's community, we are able to just expand that networking, expand those relationships, and just really be able to zoom the number of people that we can meet, the more intimate those relationships can be because we can tap into a community, for example, that's already forming. So when we talk about the OPC, there's two sides to this from my perspective. Other people's content is the easy part because we can share other people's content that we believe could be valuable to our audience. This assumes, though, that we know our audience. And I suggest you download our worksheet that will help you prioritize your audience and set some goals as well as frame your social media plan. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash audience. But if we know our audience, then we can really tap into the power of other people's content because we can leverage other people's content and we can become a curator. We can share that content. And this is true no matter what type of role that you are in, no matter whether you own a business, no matter whether you are an investor in a business or whether you are a marketing leader, a business leader, a community manager, whatever that may be, a sales leader. By tapping into other people's content, you can provide something on a very regular, consistent basis that other people need without having to create it, okay? And so you can also at the same time be able to tap into their network and also tap into the OPC, other people's community. Tapping into the power of the OPC in regard to other people's community is a bit different and it requires you to be a bit more social savvy, both in terms of knowing your audience and knowing yourself and the community that you are stepping into. And influencer programs are also included in the OPC and they require a bit more formal training uh, to be able to really tap into and build and develop influencer programs that are going to help you nurture relationships. I encourage you to check out episode 35 of our podcast for tips on how to launch new business, a new product and new services. And it's also good for startups and even tech and app companies. But it, it, I give some do's and don'ts and what you should really be doing when you are looking to launch an influencer program, particularly around launching a new business or new service, because that's where I see people make the greatest mistakes. They go and they hop on social and they say, hey, I want to tap into the power of the OPC with everybody else's community and everybody else's content. But I'm going to start that by just spamming. Okay, 
That's not what we're talking about. So when we're talking about the OPC and the power of the OPC, we're not talking about spamming. We're talking about actually becoming a contributing member of another community. So it's a community that somebody else has already invested in. It is a community that is already going. It's at least got a start to it. Uh, It could be as formal as a Facebook group, a Google Plus group, a LinkedIn group, a Twitter chat, our Get Real Chat Twitter chat meets every single Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. That is a community that has been meeting for three and a half years. I can't believe it. But we help people from newbies up to C-level executives Zoom their business, Zoom their brand, and Zoom their life. We talk about the things that a lot of people don't want to talk about. We help people get real on what is driving results in their business. So if you tap into communities like that, it's really going to help you just carve off some of that time that's going to help you in networking and building some real relationships and understanding how you can leverage social media to really nurture those relationships and grow your business. And the the more you can tap into some communities, the better you're going to be able to see the power of social much more quickly. So let's talk about some golden rules as it relates to tapping into and jumping into the OPC, okay? Number one thing, is that you need to do your research. So you need to do your research on the community members as well as the community leaders. So understand who are they? Take a look at the community leaders and it could be one or it could be many. And if you're on LinkedIn, if you're on Facebook, even Google Plus, you can usually see who the community leaders are unless it's set as a private group. So if you have access to that information, definitely do your research. You know, do the double click on their profile if it's on LinkedIn, if it's on Google Plus. Click out to some of their other social profiles. Try to find out who they are and what they are about. Try to understand what are their goals? What are they trying to accomplish? What are the real reasons why they started the community? And you should be, you know, having that magnifying glass up there as much as they will have it on you as you join because you want to make sure that you are spending time in the right OPCs, in the right communities. Just because somebody has a really large community doesn't necessarily mean that that's the right community for you. They could have thousands, tens of thousands of people in a community. And if everybody's goal in that community is just to blast their business and to spam links, you're going to get very little benefit from that community. You could probably get more benefit from a smaller community that maybe even had 100, 200, 300 people in it versus one with 5,000 where they're just spamming links. And it's pretty easy to tell when you check out a new community what people are there for. You can tell if there's just a bunch of spam links and nobody's really talking to each other, you may want to really question whether that's where you want to be spending a lot of time. So truly try to understand what are the leaders objectives with that community and what are the other community members objectives? You know, what is the purpose of that community overall? What other communities do the leaders lead? What other communities are some of those members a part of? And how can you just get to know some of those key people within that community the best that you possibly can? Number two is that you need to make sure that you have 
the right mindset. And this is so very important. And as you are tapping into new communities and you are introducing yourself, you need to really be thinking about why are you there and what do you have to offer? Why does somebody want you to be part of that community? What value are you going to offer them? Because you need to know that people have taken time to grow that community. There's probably a community leader that has spent a lot of hours and days and possibly years investing in relationships in that community. And so you need to make sure that you are walking into that community virtually and you are going to be providing content as well, that you're going to be providing value. So when you start to do things like ask somebody to retweet you, ask somebody to share your blog or your Facebook page, ask somebody in the community to do anything for you, to follow you, to connect with you. Don't do those things when you first join because you need to be thinking about how you are providing value to the OPC. How are you going to spend time nurturing relationships, getting to know people, invest in the people and in the heartbeat of the community? And this goes the same for if you're leading a community, because I always say that communities absolutely can create markets, okay? As you develop your own communities and you become an OPC, okay, a a huge community or even a, you know, micro community that is tapping into the power of each of the micro communities within your community. As you build any type of community, you have the opportunity to grow those relationships. You can turn it from a community zone to a customer zone, okay? But that is going to take time. And communities can over time help create markets. However, you must make that first investment. And that first investment must be in the people, the human beings within those communities. And that's the first thing you need to acknowledge is that the people within the community, whether they look like a Facebook avatar, a Twitter logo avatar, is a person back behind that avatar. It's a person that is tweeting. It's a person that is posting. And you need to make sure that you are leveraging that human factor to help you zoom those relationships and that you're not treating people like a click or a like, okay? And that you are creating content that is going to add value to them. It's so very important. And make sure that you know your goals as you are, you know, thinking about what your mindset is. What do you want to accomplish? How are you going to add value? What is your game plan going to be as you start to get involved in this new community that you're joining? All right. Next, number three. I want you to make sure that you are respecting the guidelines and the rules of this community. And I'm not trying to be a party pooper, all right? I'm just telling you, respect goes so far. And a good start for learning the guidelines is to read them. And I know I am so guilty of this because I'm one of those people... You can look at any tech product I have and chances are 99.9% I have not read the manual. And usually I will sit there and try to figure it out for an hour before I finally say, where are the instructions to that thing? Or I'll usually go ask my husband and he'll say, well, did you read the manual? So communities are one of those things that if you don't take time to understand the norms of that community, understand the guidelines, what norms and guidelines has that community leader set to help that be a healthy and thriving community? Do they have a guideline around no posting links that go to affiliate pages? Maybe no links at all to anything that you're promoting or selling. 
And maybe there are certain days of the week that you can do that. So you want to look at that because a lot of community leaders have those types of rules. And particularly if it is a large community. Now, some of the tighter knit communities that are built around trust, like our Get Real Chat community, you know, every single Twitter chat Tuesday night at 9 p.m., usually at the end of the chat, we give everybody an opportunity to share links to relevant blog posts and that type of thing, if it's relevant to the conversation that we are having that evening. We also have a private Facebook group where people are welcome to share things if they need help on or if they have a big launch or something coming up. We absolutely are there to support them. However, it is a tight-knit group, and it is a group that has been together for three and a half years. New people come and go all the time, but the community kind of manages itself. And if you know somebody's posting and spamming uh, their own stuff at the beginning of a chat, I usually don't have to say anything as the community leader. That community, the leaders within the community that are organic usually step up and say, hey, dude, that was pretty spammy. So that's what's cool. You're going to see as you step into some of these communities, the natural leaders are just going to um, step in, probably help you get oriented, show you around. So don't be afraid to ask. And if you can't find those guidelines, just ask for them. You know, I'm sure somebody can point you to them. And you may be reminding them that maybe they need to write them if they haven't done such. And some communities just have so much trust going on that they may not have that many guidelines. And so that's always a good sign, too. There's a lot of trust that's already within a community. You may be tapping into something really, really powerful. And that is very much how our Get Real Chat group is ran. Our entire community is based upon trust and relationships. And that is truly what will make a community absolutely thrive. Next thing, this is number four is make sure that you don't dive head first. So don't feel bad about just putting a social toe into the OPC water before you go head in first, all right? Just because a community exists online that matches your target demographics and your target customer does not mean that they are ready to be your friend, let alone buy from you. So if you enter a community with the only goal being to sell, chances are you are going to stick out like a very sore social thumb in a bad way. So dive in slow, put that toe in first, get your feet wet, figure out how are you going to become part of this community. And you can't just move from point A of starting social media to point Z of people buying from you via the OPC overnight. There are many things that you are going to have to do to see that type of results. You're going to have to get in the head of your audience. You're going to have to make sure you're setting clear business goals and objectives. You're going to need to develop a plan that includes building relationships with real human beings. You're going to need to execute that plan, analyze it, tweak it, rinse, repeat, and keep going and optimizing, okay? So it's a process. So you can't just look at the OPC as something that's gonna solve your social hunger, okay? Your social problems. It's only a piece of the puzzle. And don't look at it as something that's just going to give you the opportunity to spam. Look at it as something that's just gonna help you grow and learn and and nurture relationships. Number five And we talked about this a little bit, but making sure that you are really focused on relationships and trust and knowing that relationships and trust are earned over time. And there is not a time of an acceptance to a group or to a tweet chat. You are just going to have 
to earn that. I can't say, okay, within one week, you're going to be accepted by this community. It's all going to be based on what you put into it. Okay. And as I said, communities create markets, communities create powerful opportunities. They create all kinds of business deals and fun things online and offline, personal, professional relationships. But you must absolutely make that first investment. You need to be that person that makes that first investment. And that is going to help you earn trust more than anything that you do. You need to inspire people to click, to check out your profile, to like your page, to tweet with you, to retweet your content, to share your content, to learn about your business and who you are and what you are about and what you do. You will earn their trust by connecting with them and by listening with them first understanding who they are. And then when they feel that you have invested in them, then they are going to be willing to invest in you because you've earned that trust. And just trust me, this really works like this. Next thing is number six, share other people's content before you blast your own social noise. All right. Don't go into the community thinking I have this social noise maker now and I'm just going to toot, 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 toot all my own stuff. No, take that out of your vocabulary. The best way to tap into the power of the OPC is just to simply start out by sharing other people's content. So if you're in a Facebook group, click on that link for that blog article, share it with your Facebook community, both on your personal and maybe your business page, share it to your LinkedIn profile and tag them, share it to Google Plus if you really like it, tweet about it, tweeting is really easy and make sure you copy them on the tweet and give them credit for it. Those are easy, easy ways to get positive attention from the people that you want to connect with. But make sure you're doing that in an authentic way. You need to be doing all of these things with the right goals. Because if you don't, people will see right through you. If you were only giving with an expectation to get, the chances of people seeing through that are very high. So you want to make sure that you're tapping into the other people's content as a value to your audience, something that you really care about and something that you want to share and that you really believe your audience is going to see value from. If you do it authentically with the right goals and objectives, then it's all going to work out. Number seven is when you are ready to share information about your own business, about the own content that you have created, you're ready to share your information. Make sure that by now you know who you are and the value that you are going to offer the community. And I would say here, crawl, walk, run. Do not share a lot of content really fast if you're new to a community, but just make sure you're sharing good stuff. And as long as you do this slowly and you, you know, provide value and you've been commenting on other people's content, you've been sharing other people's content by now, then it's probably going to be okay that you can start to share some information. You start to share some knowledge. And I'm in a lot of communities on Facebook and a lot of communities that have truly helped me grow my business and just grow personally in life. Some of them I lead, some of them I'm just a member. And I'll tell you, I have gained and nurtured a lot of relationships just within the comments. Okay. Whether that be on Facebook or LinkedIn or Google plus or out on Twitter, just by answering questions people have and engaging in other people's content streams. Okay. That's an easy way to do that because a lot of times it doesn't even have to be a formal community group. It could just be the communities and the networks that your contacts have on each of these platforms. It's on Twitter, it's on Facebook, it's on LinkedIn. So they can be informal communities as well. 
Number eight is know that social media and the OPC is not a barter market where I retweet your content with the expectation that you will retweet mine. Okay. As I said, give with no expectation of anything in return. Appreciate what you get and don't have a fit, as Granny would say. Number nine is what happens in the private groups does not stay in that group. So be careful. And particularly when you're in a lot of these groups that may have a few hundred to a couple thousand people, you don't really know who's all in that group. So make sure you just, you know, dot your I's and cross your T's and plan that anything you say or do in that community could become public. And I've actually seen recently, I'm in a couple private groups on some specific topics, and I've been surprised lately. I actually saw a couple people, you know, take uh, something that was posted in one private group and then, you know, make a whole blog post or podcast out of that comment or that post that another person said. And personally, I think that's a little tacky, but I'm just telling you because it happens. And so, you know, you may post something that rubs somebody wrong within a group and you may see or hear a whole blog post or podcast or video created about that. So just be careful and know the people that you are communicating with the best that you can. And that's why I always suggest that you uh, get to know the people within the community first and that you spend some time listening before you start talking and gabbing too much because you want to know what you're getting yourself into and you do not want to burn bridges. So never let a bridge be burned and community leaders, a lot of the community leaders, um, they stick together. You need to just make sure that you're not jumping from group to group and kind of burning bridges here and there, just spamming because word's going to get around the social town pretty quickly. And just know that relationships are the most powerful thing. And you want to keep those relationships with the people within those communities. You want to make sure you are nurturing and you are earning trust at every single touch point that you can. And last but not least, number 10 is about the heartbeat of social media. And as I always say, the heartbeat of social media is truly the people. All right. Be the heartbeat of the social media and of the OPC. Don't get mad. Don't get bullied by those out there that want to make social media a bartering system. Always focus on the value to your audience. Always remain that heartbeat. Always be part of that beating heart that is so healthy because the key word in the OPC is respect. Respect your community, respect my community, respect other people's community, and they will respect you back. Be their friend, be their helper, and be someone who inspires them. And chances are that they will absolutely do the same thing for you. Be the inspiration, be the content that helps someone solve their toughest problem. Share your best stuff on a regular basis. Don't hold anything back. So the heartbeat of social media, it's you and it's me. It's people. So focus on helping that heart beat healthy and strong. And we have a video that we did a couple years ago called The Heart Beat of Social Media. And it quickly summarizes what we think and believe the heartbeat of social media is. And it just puts to words and music exactly what I'm talking about 
with this point number 10 of this podcast today. And I will include a link to it at the bottom of the show notes page at socialzoomfactor.com. And this is episode 44. So that is all I have today. And I know a lot of people are always asking me, Pam, what do you mean by the OPC and the OPP? Because if they have never been in one of my classes or heard me speak, they've never really heard me explain it. And they'll only get bits and pieces of it when I write blog posts and that type of thing. So that's why today I really wanted to just spend a whole episode in talking about it and talking about how you can tap into the power of the OPC. So I hope that I inspired you to join some new communities and to see maybe even the communities that you are already a part of in a different way to maybe go back to Facebook, go back to LinkedIn, to Google Plus, and maybe check out some Twitter chats and just look at the communities you're already a member of and see how you can tap into the power of those. How can you tap into other people's communities that are within your Facebook network, but do so in an authentic way because it really consume your business. If you are only staying on your own Twitter timeline or on your own Facebook timeline with just a few friends you have on a list that you're looking at content, you are really missing out on the biggest opportunity with social media, which is connecting with other people and growing and nurturing your network and your relationships. So I hope that this episode helped you. I hope that it is something that can help you zoom your business and take you to new heights, new levels, new speeds. I wish you the best of luck this coming week. I am honored that you spend your time here with me. Thank you so much. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.